Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Believe in Tennessee fans. Uh, we got a we got a discussion tonight. You know, we gonna talk about a whole lot of things that happened in this game, guys. Um, Georgia came in, guys. I know I I talked about it. You know, we we talked with uh, you know, Cade Mays and you know all the fans. We hyped up because you know we playing at home, and guys, we won a lot of games at home, and we played at a high level. But me and me and my co-host here, Double A, Aaron Hay, my big bro. We've been having discussions, just talking about like what are we seeing, you know what what, you know we got this feeling just like you guys at home, you know trying to understand why, you know and and and, and it's clear to us kind of why and what's happening, and are we correcting these things, you know these little things that are that are, you know becoming big cuts, you know and and becoming something easy pickings for especially a team that's a number one team that's won twenty eight games in a row. Um, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get these things ready and, and and linked up so we can continue to develop as a team. You know, we we we're not saying we don't like where we're at. I just want to know where we're going as far as our development. So I'm gonna start out. What's your thoughts, Double A, from the game? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think mine is simple. Um, I think a good football team with some holes played an elite football team. And they are the measuring stick in college football. And we got a reality check of where we are from a depth standpoint, from a uh, talent standpoint across the board. I think from a executing scheme, because Georgia beat us down and they didn't do anything special. And that one, that one right there was a reality check um, um, for me. Uh, we, from a schematic standpoint, I know we've been a big supporter of Banks all year, you know, as a defense coordinator, but I'm starting to see some things that, that either they're allowing it to happen or they're afraid to let the kids um, check defenses or make adjustments in the field. It's like once we're lined up schematically, that's it. And then we stick to it and people are just taking advantage of it. Um, We don't communicate very well on defense. Georgia communicated excellent on defense. All 11 talking at one time. We have one or two guys talking. Nobody's looking at the sideline. It's like we're just not comfortable playing um, football out there. And then the last part that I thought that really showed up was in the trenches. You know, we're playing with two two physical, nasty guys and Mays and Mincy, and then they're playing with like eight or nine. Right. And so um, that, that was a, a big difference for me. And then the last one is, and this is the biggest one for me, and I think we both agree on this because we've been high on this guy, but that offense has been beat up. We got a lot of injuries, and we have one home run hitter who had the the third fastest or second fastest time in college football on the field. He ran 22.2 uh, mm. miles per hour. That's what he was clocked at on that 80-yard run. And then we gave him the ball seven times. The other person that I think mm. is a home run threat is uh, Squirrel White. But he can't be a home run threat in the air. So why aren't we running screens? Why aren't we running reverses? Where we hand it to him and let him be that fast guy. But if if – if zero is your is your home run threat, you know, he has to touch the ball, you know, 15, 20 times a game, at least 15 if they're rotating three. Um, we rotated three, we rotated four, and, you know, I still got 14 carries or right. 12 carries. And we were a, you know, stretch the field, deep ball team, as you know. But I just think those guys that, you know, are 4-3 and 22 miles per hour, 
we got to get that dude on the field, man. And we got to get him, yes. you know, swing flares, you know, with the lineman pulling and, you know, maybe some outside zone things. Or I don't even know how many times I, I sat there and waited on the power that we ran that he broke for 80 yards. Yes. I don't know if I saw it again, you know, to the right side. So I think sometimes coaches can be so flawed in believing in their system. And I, I believe Heifel's the guy, so I'm not saying yes. he's not the guy. I'm not saying the system is not a great system because it is. We saw it last year. And I thought Joe Milton's words, and then I'll let you go, but I thought his press conference, he said what I was thinking. We just don't have the dogs to run that offense right now. And he mentioned, hey, they're on scholarship. I expect them to make plays. So he let his frustration out. He should have yeah. been frustrated with, with everything. A lot of people are blaming Joe Milton. We both know, man. That's that's like trying to be a elite running back that ran for you know thirteen hundred yards, and then you come back and all your linemen gone. Like we've right. been there, where you're like, this ain't the same line that that I ran before, uh, ran behind before. And so I think he's feeling that, and he's feeling like he has to make all the plays, and he's getting all the blame because I saw at least five or six balls the last probably about ten the last two weeks where he hit them in hand, and they're just tipping them because they're just not. If we're being honest, and I don't like to knock kids, but we don't have a lot of number one receivers out there right now. Now I'll just say that. And so he's playing with guys that, you know, would probably be five, six, and seven in the rotation. Um, we're not able to get into 12P and, and and Warren and those guys get to play because we're not that offense that we were last year and we don't have the guys outside. So, I mean, it's a makeshift. It's a patchwork. And that's why I say I think we saw an elite team play a good team with Holtz. I agree. You know, the biggest thing that I, uh, you stated it, um, your home run hitter, Jalen Wright. You know, I, I didn't say much. I usually tweet out something when it, when it happened, but I wanted to see further, right? Like he, we know he's got a capability. He, he broke that 75 yarder. He ran away from their DBs. That's scary. That's scary. If I'm on the other side of the ball. Okay. Yep. Now the fact that we see him run the next play and it's kind of an outside play, you know, you know, and I get it, right? And that was a little wrinkle that I kind of liked. You arced the tackle. Yeah. You ran the quarterback. The quarterback can run or he or he can run. Okay, well, go back to that play if you want. You know, but I, I didn't see us go back to a lot of plays, you know. So I sit there and I look at that, and then I don't see him, right? And that's what I was in on tweet. I understand we want to talk about three-headed monster, but when you get in these games, your opportunities are limited, right? You're going to let yeah. that offense, their Georgia offense, get a look at you too many times. You know, that's why I was talking about where are the chances we were going to take. We got to take chances if we really want to win this game or do we just want to be close, like you said. Do we yeah. just want to play safe? Because you can't play safe against these teams and beat them, you know? And I, I just felt like offensively we play safe. You know, we didn't go after it, you know? We didn't take enough shots downfield. You know, Romeo had a chance right there. I thought Romeo ran past the guy, right, and tried to go back and catch it. I wish you would have just slowed down and said, hey, yeah. I'm going to judge this, right, and I'm going to go up when we win that 50-50 ball, right? The balls they won. They won the 50-50 balls. They judged it right, you know. But I is, it me, or, is it me or do our receivers look like they're uncomfortable catching the ball? They look These balls, they look very uncomfortable. Like you said, it's basketball at that point. I, yes. put, them, I put them on my back. And yeah. I let the ball come, and at worst, I'm getting 15 yards for for a PI. So I didn't mean to cut you off, but I noticed yes. that over the last few weeks, we just looked 
very put your body on the yeah. defender. We didn't put yeah. our body on the defender. One of the biggest things that I see, I see the offensive line plays physical. They put their shoulder pad, pad on pad, hands in the chest, and they push guys, you know? They do, you know, but I don't feel like, you know, other than Jalen, I don't, I, I don't feel like guys want to put pads on guys, want to run angles to score. You know, we run to the sidelines, you know? We had a we third and three, a and one of the backs was in the game. It wasn't Jalen, but he ran outside, and I'm like, go get them three yards. If you put your shoulder on someone, you're going to bounce off, and you're going to get a first down. Instead, we don't get it. We go to fourth and three. Chance, we need to go after it. We don't. We punt the ball down there to their 30 and give them the ball again, which gives them looks at our defense. You know, I don't think we took the chances, right, in the screen game. We throw the screens out there. Our guys are blocking, but we're not putting pad on pad and putting your hips on the guy and pushing them out of there and fighting, even if you lose, you know? And I think about I think, that last little swing. We threw a swing to a linebacker out there. He yeah. ran our slot receiver over, and, yeah. our, and our back went outside. You can't go outside. You got to run at the block and then get underneath and outside. Yep. Then you get yards. We don't want to eat up stripes. We don't want to get yards. We're trying to run around and circle the field, and you can't against a Georgia defense that's won 28 games in a row. This is a perennial championship team. They're not going to give you those things. And those are yeah. the things that I'm noticing right here. I look at defense. I'm like, first thing I says, who has the C area? They bring a cutter back backside. We got two guys standing out there watching and a safety coming downhill. They cut one guy, they don't trip talk. the other they one. They don't outside. talk to each other. They don't and talk to each other. How can you be standing right next there. to each other? How can you be standing next to each other right there and that happens? Yes. That's, Play that's off what... your, your your I know they saying I got the quarterback out here, but guess what? When the when the coach draws stuff up on paper, see ball, get ball, get in the leverage right here. It's only grass rolls. I got a player. I can't be standing on the back when two defenders make one. We do the same thing in coverage. We got three guys standing inside when they run mesh within five yards of each other. Three defenders. Yep. We have no defenders defending the field. In every coverage guys. that we run, you can't guard mesh. Me. You can't guard mesh underneath yes. as soon as they come off the line of scrimmage. And like you said, basically every defense we run becomes man. When yeah. it's not even supposed to, it's not even supposed to be man. But they're picking people off in zone. They're yes. jumping guys at the line of scrimmage as soon as they commit to any going across the field, going to the flat area, going to the hook area. We just start jumping people while guys are running behind us wide open, and it's happening <sighs> game after game after game. We talked about this one on on Twitter or on our phones. I can't remember over the over the during the game but how about when they're in 12p they're they're in a strong right set and we run a te uh te loop into a three-man basically three-man surface over there where they got an extra guy man that guard sat there and waited on that end to come back in. There, and i said outside. oh my yeah, god that's football d cleater yeah. i was like that's 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 football that's that's an attitude but we do that consistently and it makes me wonder do they have the ability to check out of things yeah, well, once you they got call, to kill that, called, you got to call it off. Do, do they have to run it? Yeah. So it's just like some things that I go, schematically, that's wrong. Not saying Banks isn't the guy, but there's something, either they don't trust the kids, 
and they just lock it in. And once it's locked, it's locked. And then I've been saying this all year. We don't hold shell in anything we do as no. far as blitzing. We're just, hey, no. let everybody know, you know, here comes the double A gap blitz or the wheel blitz. Like everybody see it coming in. And that quarterback just kept replacing us with the, the first third like, down. We got two guys blitzing. I'm like, we got them. And then the back run, the linebackers run us on the other side, and we got a guy peeling over there, peeling to the back. So we're taking two guys to the back. We 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 loop to the other side, leaves a wide open gap so the quarterback can see to throw the slant. Yep. We have no second left. We, we we're not getting there. You know, we're not understanding that the other guy's peeling. So if he's peeling, you should know my teammate got that. I'm not gonna farm his land. I ain't going to do his job. I'm going to do my job, which is get to the quarterback because I have trust that I have a peeler on the other side. You got to know what the other guy's doing. You got to understand the defense. And you got to know what all guy, 11 guys hey, are doing. Hey, this is what we're doing, you know, but you got to know what he's doing, you know, and that's how a defense plays together, you know, and I feel like we don't get that at times, a lot of times. And I'm tired of seeing it swing the the little window dressing come through loop. I mean, and we all go to him. Take off running. Two we guys go to running. him, and then the running back runs right up the B gap. Who has the C area? Please tell me so we can tackle it. You know? Hey, well, and then we, we don't we touch the play. tackle, and the tackle ear holes the, the inside linebacker, and there's your wide open space. Seven yards. Seven How yards. Is the linebacker still sitting there for the tackle to come down. I've never seen that happen so many times in elite football where a linebacker, that angle just, there's no way that angle is suppo- supposed to happen, number one. Then in the orbit motion, ain't that the hold the backside DN? How is it holding our linebackers? Make, because like, make because it make I feel it comes down to communication of the DBs. I think our communication DBs is terrible. You know? I think it's terrible. It's I think sometimes we're playing cover two, and they ran a three-yard hitch. And our and our cornerback is covering a three yard hitch, and that man throwing the ball ten yards down the field right behind us. Please get back in midpoint. It's third and seven. It's third and eight. Please get back, and you can roll down and tackle a hitch. You know, yeah. guess who's catching the ball? Bowers, number nineteen, all American, first round pick, tight end. Right? Then he runs a wheel, and the corner don't come off. Right? He goes in motion from outside in, runs a wheel. The corner don't come off. The backer is covering it, man. I don't know if it's zone or man. The backer's yeah. covering the man. The safety comes off that, and they they throw the inside hash read down there to put the dagger in us to go up for a two score lead down to the five yard line, and then it's easy after that. Like like I saw them operate like we know what they're gonna do. Why yeah. these dummies do this? We gonna run a little yeah. wiggle wiggle, uh, you know, puppet show route. And they're yep. going to go down there and cover that short route. We have no second level on the coverage, right? Our safeties look like they're flying to try to stop Bauer sometimes. Sometimes they're not, right? And it comes back to it. I'm going to state it right here. DB coach, Coach Martinez, I don't care. I'm going to say it. It ain't good enough. We don't watch it all year. all year. I think Binks does a phenomenal job. Banks does a phenomenal job. He can't do it on his own. And I don't watch Martinez over there at Georgia. Do the same thing with cover two, got hit for 40 points a game. I'm getting tired of watching that, you know? Yep. We got to do something about that. We got to do say, something about it. He either, needs either, help either, back there on the back end. You either know? you're coaching it or you're allowing it to happen is what 
Coach Majors used to say all the time. We, we so. done seen a whole <laughs> we done seen a whole picture of what we've been doing back there. It's been different. And I don't it's been like different. It. It's been different to personnel the whole year too. So yeah, I, I'm I'm starting to think it, it it may be a problem back there. So well, it's yes. not maybe a problem. It is a problem. We we it's know that, we know that it is a problem. Yeah, and it's yeah. a communication problem. You know, people don't know on the front end, in the box, when they got help and when they don't got help, right? In the run game, in the fits, right? That's messing up the fits because they come from everywhere trying to come in there fitting, right? The the box don't know. Let's just be honest. The box don't know who coming down to fit. We all well, football guys. We see it, right? Yeah. If I'm on offense going against Tennessee right now, I'm looking at my chops because I know what I can do to them, you know? Sometimes we bump the backers, and I don't know why. We rolled the safety down on the, on the running back uh, pass, right, out of bunch. We rolled the safety down weak, and they got a bunch to the, put a boundary. We rolled the safety down I, weak. I thought he was blitzing. I swear I thought he was blitzing. I was like, here he comes. Why we rolled like, the safety him. down weak? And the guard's and uncovered on the front side. <laughs> if they'd have ran the, ran the run play, he'd have got 20. Been wide open. So that's where I'm trying to figure out. Somebody tell me I'm wrong and show me. Because I'm sitting up here, I'm like, I ain't ever seen this. Like, it don't make no sense, you know? Yeah. It don't make no sense. Staying too high. I was looking at a lot of DFLs on um, Twitter and on um, Facebook, and Moe Phillips said we missed a line more than any defense in the country. Like, you can tell pre-snap what's about to happen to us, and it's – it's so it's such a torture because you're like, damn, we're not gonna stop this. Like on third and eight against Missouri, and this week I'm like, yeah, they're about to get this just on alignment. Like they just don't even, we're not even forcing you to do anything special. It's just on alignment, and, and we're not recognizing like concepts. I just I no. don't I don't understand like on space, you know our leverage is you know if if he if he cheats his uh his split down as a receiver, he's running. Where's he outside. going? I play running back, and I even know that. Where's it going? Like, and and we like, get out on. there, and we in, in outside leverage, and he got a cut split. And I'm like, okay, I get it. No, inside leverage, and he got a cut split. I'm like, you, right. you, you, you in trouble now. You know? Cover two. Cover yeah. two. We're, as you mentioned earlier, it's, it's, they're putting us in a high-low, and we keep yeah. jumping in low. You can, jump if you're an low. athlete, back up, travel while the ball's in the air to the short route, and yes. then just make a make an open field tackle. But instead, we're trying to get there early so the guy don't – I really think – I'm going to be honest with you. I've I, I seen it too many times. What happens is we're so not confident that we can make open field tackles that we yes. try to get there before the ball gets there so that the guy doesn't square us up one-on-one. That's what it is. I mean, because right. they do it too consistently, and they miss a lot of tackles in space. we got to get better at tackling in space. We've been saying that. I think me and you've been saying that since the first week. Yes. At least I know the Florida game. We don't tackle in space well enough to uh, win in the SEC, especially against elite elite competition. So I, you know, I don't know what the fix is, the fix is, but we got a bunch of gaps. We got a bunch of holes. We don't have a lot of depth. Now I will be the first to say we got a lot of injuries in the wrong places. We, do. we got a lot we of do. injuries. We were already not. But I hated that it came down to this double A. I hate it. It came down to this. We had two minutes and 43 seconds in the second quarter. I'm like, this is the play that decides the game. You know, I'm like, we're down, and we're about to go down three scores, and we don't beat Georgia right here. If we go down three scores. And I, it just pains me when we don't recognize that as a staff. They better recognize something needs to be done. You know, surprise something. Something. Some surprise needs to come out that we tried right here. Yeah. 
and not just play football. Because right now they got our backs on against the wall. We sitting in four down. We don't blitz right there, you know, and we just get eight up. We get eight up slowly. And 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 and, and like I said before the game, I rather us get blown out, which we did, right? Get blown out the way we a certain way. Yeah. Hey, we tried to all our bliss. We tried to do certain things. We tried to get on the quarterback. We tried to rough him up. So he threw errant passes because the times when we did, he did, you know, and, and and we just didn't sit there and wait on a, on a, on a whooping. It's I'm like we sat there thought. and I, waited on a whooping. Yeah. I thought we were trying to stay ranked. That's what I told my oldest uh, Chase. I said, Chase, I think yeah. we're just trying to keep the score, you know, low and we're trying to stay in the top 25. Because we didn't take any chances. I could have told you going into the game. We said it here. It had to be yeah. a certain type of attitude, and we had to play extremely clean and over our heads. Yeah. And I thought we went out there and we didn't play clean, and then we played, as you said, going into the halftime and on. I thought we played soft as, as a staff. We didn't take any shots. And that offense, even if you're not hitting shots, you got to keep taking shots to make yeah. people back up. And and we never, we never did that. And then – Again, you know, I hate to keep beating a dead horse, but we take the one guy that can actually, you know, turn six into 60, and we don't give him a lot of touches. So, I, I just, I you know, that's to me, that's a that's a coaching staff mentality as well. I mean, there were games, you know, we, we always talk about this, but there were games. I remember I didn't start the Alabama game in 94, but yeah. I ended up with like 160 yards. That's um, right. And once I got rolling, you know, even Stu was over there going, no, nah, you stay yeah. out there. You know, yeah. I can remember Charlie the year before against LSU and Florida, and he was balling. And we're like, nope, it's your turn. Like, nope. Yeah, you, know, you, you got that hot there, hand, so. man. Yeah, and the yeah. guy's just been playing lights out. Every week the kid gets better. And I don't know what's going on there. I really – I don't. Being nosy, I kind of want to know what's going on there. Yeah. But it seems like every game, you know, he goes through a, a, a few minutes, well, a lot of minutes, you know, maybe a quarter, half a quarter where – He's not touching the ball, and I just don't really understand because, in my opinion, he's our best player. Let's forget about how the would you feel? Monster. Like I thought about this, player. how would you feel if you hit a seventy yard, seventy five yard of the first play, and you sit there, right? You get but, a second but, carry, you sit there for about two quarters and don't get no carries. Like how well, would you, know, you we, feel? We were a little different, though. You, like you they'd be kicking there. me off the field. I'd yeah. be like, man, what y'all doing? How, how many times did on the goal line when they thought little man was coming there to jump when I ain't got it down there? Or Charlie's yeah. got it down there, and we're waving him off, and we they have to end up calling timeout, and they take all of us no out, doubt. put you in, because we are <laughs> we arguing about who, who's gonna be out there. And y'all get so. mad at me? I'm like, hey man, they just put me in, man, because y'all arguing, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I, I kids must be a little different, man, because if I'm that dude, and I got 80 yards against Georgia on one carry, <laughs> hey man, I gotta walk over there and tell them guys, hey baby, I'll see y'all against Vandy, because I'm. I'm about to run that thing this week. Ain't no I'm doubt. trying to get over two. I'm trying to get two hundred. What you talking and about? I'm just, I understand what you're trying to create, but at some point, man, like he's your guy. He's your guy. He's your guy. Like, he's your guy. come on, guys. Let's wake up here. You know? Let's wake up here. Everybody see it, you know? The guy they're afraid of, you know. I told the coaches on the other side, they like, well, we hope he don't get the ball more than about seven yeah, times. Yeah, they sitting over there smiling. They're sitting over there smiling. I'm telling you what they're he, saying. Well, I hope they don't get him defense. the ball. They ain't been getting him the ball. I hope they don't. Hey, he he did what you did. Now, I used to hold people off. I was more long speed. But he yeah. did one of your numbers. 
he had another gear like he was on the coming around the curve. Man, he looked like he took a baton. Stick. He was out. It's funny. Not even text, close. Them guys text, can run uh, too. I text George Kidd and, and Ben Talley, and I went, that man just pulled a Jay Graham versus Bama that first play. Yeah. I was like, dude, I was hoping it was gonna go just like that. But it yeah. did not it did not but go he how did y'all not see the ball. Man, y'all know it's like Michael Jordan and Dean Smith. The only point of the, the guard, Michael Jordan, was Dean Smith. Yeah, yeah, man. They gonna <laughs> have to stop that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they okay, gonna have man. to stop I'm gonna be that. nice. You know, I'm gonna be nice. But believe in Tennessee fans. We just, you know, want to talk about these things and get to the bottom of it. We got, we got some games left. A couple games left. Got a big one coming up this week. Got them bandy boys. You know, they're going to be looking out. They, they, they've been playing some close games, you know? And we don't want yeah. to make this close. We don't like Vandy, you know? We don't like we don't like anything about them. And them guys need to understand this is a rivalry. This ain't just a end of season, get, get through it. They're going to come in here with a nasty mindset. And we better have the same. We better have the same. So don't eat too much turkey. Don't get sleeping yeah. for that game because it's, it's they're they going to be ready to get after it, and we better be ready to show them who we are, right? Yeah, and they they think they got a battered Tennessee team, and we better have the mindset that no, 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 no. We coming in here, we know who y'all are, and we gonna keep y'all under our foot. You know, yeah. So that's the thing yeah. I'm looking for this week. Yeah, you know that's gonna be Vandy's Super Bowl, and and like we yes. said earlier when we started the month, they remember what you do in November, and we hadn't had a great November. And traditionally, Tennessee football program, when we're rolling, November is ours, and, and we're peaking. Yes. And so this is, you know, it seems like every week we're saying this, but this is, you know, are we building towards the future, which I think we are. I yes. do, like I said, I think Josh Heupel's the guy. But are we consistently building to be able to play with the elite teams? Can we be a top 12 team next year when they go to the 12-team playoff? I think that should be our goal. Yes. And I think we're a few players away um, from, you know, receivers getting healthy, some DBs, um, getting some guys in the trenches. But I think we're right there. Um, to be one of those teams that could be kind of like Missouri. I don't think Missouri Missouri's a, a top 10 team, probably top eight or nine now, but I don't think Missouri's better than us. I mean, nope. I know they beat us, but yeah. I don't think the program is, is healthier or they're at the level um, that we are. So we're right there. Um, we just got to get everything on. And I'm hoping it has a lot to do with some of these young guys getting a lot of experience and, and then coming back next year with another season in the weight room with a, with, you know, a lead quarterback and, and some of the receivers coming back, hopefully Brew McCoy comes back and some of those young guys take the next step because if they do, I think, you know, we're, we're right there. So nine and four, we finished 10 and four or whatever our, our season is, you know, I think that's a, that's a good season. If that's going to be our yes, basement, I'm all good. <laughs> if that's going to, yeah. if that's going to be our basement where we lose four games and then, you know, next year we go, you know, eleven and one, you know, ten and two, and then you go eight and four again. I'm I'm okay with that um, because yes. it's it's a lot better than where we've been. But you know us, you know Vile Nation. We get a little glimpse yes. of number one last year. We get a little glimpse of playing well, beating Texas A&M, and we just have high expectations. But I, I think we're on the right path. But we have to call what we see, man. And right. uh, there's a lot of things where you know we were going to lose to Georgia anyway, but but we helped them more than we had to. Is, yes. is what I would say. And I definitely think we beat ourselves against Missouri because we just didn't show up. We beat ourselves against Florida. You know, we just didn't show up. So right. that's 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 what I'm I'm concerned about is the mentality. And Cade 
K-May said it so eloquently. He just said it takes a certain type of attitude to win in the SEC. And he said that's what Georgia has, and it starts with their coach. Mm. Hey, I have nothing else to say. That is spot on, double A. And uh, believe in Tennessee fans, you guys can get on there as we post, and you can disagree. You can agree, guys. Well, we going to answer. We going to yeah, answer. answer. And um, it's just it's from the heart, guys. We believe we got the right coach. You know, we believe in this in this Tennessee volunteer program, guys. But at some point, we got we gonna check it. When we see something as alumni, as players, you know, we love our football team. We gonna check it, you know, and yeah. we gonna ask the questions, you know, that are educated questions on what we see, you know, and and, and we want to see change. We want to see this um, this team continue to develop, guys. And we're right at the cusp, like we said. We both think we're right at the cusp of becoming that championship team. So how do we develop? What are we doing right here to become that? So another question, Double A. First off, I'm going to start uh, Florida State playing UNA, University of North Alabama, you know, and I'm going to ask you a question, okay? That was a designed run, okay? Okay, for Jordan Travis. A designed run, okay? So I'm going to tell you what I'd be saying before the game, you know, when we talk about how many minutes, how many, how much we're going to play certain players. I'm going to go, well, we're yeah. going to play until we get up 28 nothing, right? And then we're going to get our other quarterback that needs some reps in. But during that time when we're trying to get up 28 to nothing, we're not going to run any designed runs, guys. And I know um, prayers go out, and I'm being I'm being as, um, you know, sincere as possible. Try, players, prayers go out to Jordan and his family because that's a that's sad thing that happened to him. You know, that young man is a seminal. Um, you know, he's going through a coaching staff change and he would do anything for, for Florida State. He is a true warrior and he is a catalyst for that football team. But, you know, being that, him being a warrior, I'm not going to put him in position, right, to fall like warriors fall. We all know yeah. that. And, and if you're a quarterback, I'm not going to call it a designed run, which that was a designed run to, to Jordan Travis. I'm not going to call that run. I'm going to say he may scramble, right? He may hurt his leg because a guard missed a, missed a block. He may hurt. He could have hurt his leg a lot of different ways, but it would not be from a design run. So that, that was the thing that was most disappointing to me. People go, well, he made it to this point, and hey, it was if it was going to happen, it was going to happen. It wouldn't have happened that way, you know? <laughs> it should not happen that way. He right. should not break his leg that way. It don't make no sense to me. And some of these college yeah. football coaches got to think about these things. Come on, guys. You know, yeah. we're talking about Miami making a bonehead player at the end. Of, that's as bonehead as it gets to me. Yeah. You know, you don't design no run to your doggone team. And now a, a Jordan Travis-less team, right, ain't as, ain't as good looking to the college football committee. You know, the only saving grace they got is a, is a, is a hardball coach Michigan team they don't want to see. You know, yeah. nobody in college football want to see that as much as they don't want to see a, a, a team probably, you know, less than they want to see a team that doesn't have Jordan Travis on it in right. the college football playoffs. Yeah, I, I think sometimes you got to protect us from ourselves. Yes. And uh, speaking of somebody that ended their career breaking their leg the last yeah. play in a meaningless game against mm -hmm. Vanderbilt trying to move up the rushing chart. And right. I don't know if they were trying to get him in the Heisman conversation. I don't know what they were trying to do, but I'm with you. You just don't do that. And he shouldn't even probably been on the field, let alone talking yeah. about uh, running the ball. But i tell you what I think happened. I think uh, North Alabama came out and was competitive, and then your competitive juices start. I don't want the committee to see that I was down 14-zip. So now I'm going to, you know, now I'm going to bring it. And right. so 
you try to bring it and then you end up losing you end up losing him so now the dilemma is i thought they were going to keep washington out because everybody knows washington would get killed by any right. of those other teams because they don't have a defense but now i'm thinking you know does washington get in and they take florida state out which i think would be wrong because i do believe in florida state's defense yes. i think they're the one defense that's on the level of those top teams yes. now offensively are they on the top I don't know. I love their running backs. Of course, I love their receivers, but do they have anybody that can get them the ball? I think is the is the thing that we have to worry about now is, you know, who, what does this guy do and, and does he have them on that level? The guy that comes up, you know, in the backup. But I do agree with you. Nobody wants to see Michigan. So um, I'm, I'm going to be shocked that there's not a lot of bad calls if you're a Michigan fan in this game this weekend <laughs> against Ohio State. I just – I don't think anybody wants to see Michigan around. Nobody wants it's, it's to see It's a black Michigan. eye. Yeah, it's a black eye on, on, on college football right now. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I hope they keep Florida State around and see if that defense and the running game, and they can win another way. Because yes. I think they're still extremely talented. And I would hate to see them miss the playoff just because people saying, you know, they lost their quarterback. So I think if they go fault. undefeated, they go into the college football playoff. And, you know, it's going to be tough now. You know, because you said that about Washington. I may I watched that game. Y'all might disagree with you on their defense. Well, I was, DB, I was defensive surprised. backs are good. Defensive I was, backs are good. I'm I was surprised, double I'm talking about being physical in that box. They was Georgia. physical. They ran against a 230-pound running back. And I, that's what I picked Oregon State. I picked Oregon State to run through them with that big back yeah. they got over there. Martinez. Hey, he he was he did really well. But, but when it came time like this, if the weather wasn't bad. I don't yeah. know if what happens. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Look like Big Boy bad, got tied. Big Boy got tied. That's did. what happened. He did. You know, and, and they didn't have did. anything else. They had them little bit of receivers. They couldn't like. Yeah. They couldn't get open and throw down the field. But I'm gonna tell you what. Now that Big Boy, he was running that rock, and Washington got some big boys inside. They do. I was do. surprised how big they were and how physical they were. So they were. that's gonna be interesting to see, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this thing is going to shape up. I think yeah. Florida State wins out. You know, I think they could be they could be Louisville. You know, without without Georgia, it's going to be hard because they they're, yeah. they're going to have to change. It's going to be scary for Louisville. If I'm on Louisville defense, I'm like, what are they going to do now? You know, because they're going to be a where different do they team. Play the ACC? Where do they play the ACC championship at? I thought it was in Charlotte. I'm pretty sure. It's in Charlotte. You know, okay, okay. It's usually in Charlotte. Okay. So I don't know. Don't okay. quote me. Cut this out. I was not. just trying to think. <laughs> I was trying to think of the weather. I was trying to yeah. think what the weather would be. Well, they played in Florida be before, and they played in Charlotte. So, you know, it, it may be – I don't know which one, but you know Florida State can run the football. They, they got big-time receivers outside that can got range that can go get the ball like they did at the end of the game in UNA. You know, UNA played them tough. You know, but, man, 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 not having Jordan Travis really hurts their chances of winning the national championship, I think. You know, um, it's going to be tough to see. You know, and I, but I'll tell you what, that team – has been resilient the whole year. And, um, you know, I'm anxious to see how they handle this situation. So, um, believe in Tennessee fans, you know, we're going to hit you with the uh, pertinent news all around college football. And that's one of the one of the stories we need to keep an eye on. So, excited about uh, college football going forward this weekend. I'm going to eat a lot of turkey, but I'm going to watch the game. You know, I'm going to yeah, eat a lot I'm of turkey and watch up. the game. I'm going to be half sleep, double A. I'm going to be yeah, in there trying to watch I'm some of this football, man. I'm gonna be freezing my tail off up in the big Ooh. house. So. You had a game, man. That's a that's a hot ticket, baby. That's a yeah, hot ticket is. right there, man. It's gonna be a fun game to watch, man. So good luck to your boy. 
you know, at Ohio State is y'all take on them doggone them doggone Wolverines, you know, hot yeah. guard tell them to guard this game plan around there. They might have somebody <laughs> down there in the room kind of go in there and get it. You never know, yeah. you know. Ohio State got armbands, they got new signals, <laughs> they won't let anything leave the, the facility. They 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 won't lose because they have signals, I promise you that. Because they got that thing on like like the CIA is guarding everything. My son don't even want to talk to me. <laughs> he came, I said, man. what's the game plan? I said, what's the game plan? He said, I'll talk to you when I see you Saturday. <laughs> I said, oh, my. All right. He might, hey, Harbaugh might knock on his, on his hotel door and be like, hey, Blake, are you Harbaugh? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Room service. <laughs> I'm joking, man. That's probably not funny. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> No, you know, but uh, believe in Tennessee fans, we always going to give you the real. We might joke around a little bit. We're going to give you the real. So, guys, take a look at what's going on in college football. It's some good stuff, guys. And uh, go Vols. Go Vols. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.